Welcome back everyone. You've reached Manta Aquatics. This is Juan and Steven. Today's topic is to school or not to school. Hello everyone. Welcome back. We have another great episode for you this week. We sure do. We got a nice weekend. So ready to talk fish stuff. Pretty excited about it. So this week me and my mom went to fish stores again and uh we this is the first time i've ever actually brought live fish back to the store that's right yeah you had to get rid of three of your fish yeah usually they're dead when i bring them back <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this time they were alive so i had three problem fish two one and they were all different problems one was eating coral which is a big no-no yeah for sure and then another one was eating fry which is also a big no-no and then another one was a eight-inch fish that my mom thought was a Corydora, which turned out to be a Cynodontis catfish, which is a large predatory freshwater catfish. Yeah, I think it was a. Well, you said it was a decent size already. Yeah, so she got it about this, like panda cory size, which is like two inches, and it it already had reached a size of about three to four inches, mm-hmm. in about a month. So. In another month, it probably had grown to you know five inches. And it was in a three gallon. Right, right it was in a three gallon <laughs> <laughs> with shrimp. And for some reason, the shrimp had disappeared. Where she's unsure what happened there. I'm pretty sure what happened yeah. there. And uh, so we ended up taking those three back. And uh, I'm actually excited about getting rid of the saltwater fish because he had killed three frags, two anemones, and my favorite saltfish. And it, well, he he caused him to jump. Which had ended up killing him. So, yeah, that was sad. When you, when you were texting me that, I was like, "Dang, not not his hawkfish." Yeah, I was pretty upset. Which is funny because everything he killed was more expensive than that fish. <laughs> so, I was pretty upset about it. So, all in total, I think he wiped out like two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Oh no! And he's like a thirty dollar fish. So, was, yeah. And my friend who sells coral, he had the same thing happen with the same type of fish. It actually killed a $300 clam, and uh, he, he ended up feeding his to a cat. And I was like, well, I have cats, but I didn't. I felt like I didn't want to just kill it. I figured someone else could enjoy it, just yeah. not me. Not in your tank, yeah. yeah. So I took him back, got a little bit of sore credit, and um, I'm much happier without him in my, in my life and in my tank. <laughs> yeah, at least you got something for him, uh, well, for all three of them. Um, and then you do have plans to replace your hawkfish. Yeah. In fact, the same day uh, I found out he passed away, I uh, pinged my friend was like, hey, I'm going to need some new fish. Because <laughs> I knew I was going to get rid of the wrasse because that's, that's how he jumped. I was trying to catch that wrasse out. and I was paying attention to the catching the wrasse, and I didn't notice he jumped. Because normally I have a net over my tank, so yeah. that would prevent that. But unfortunately, he jumped. He actually jumped into my sump. But he jumped onto my uh, filter floss, which unfortunately was above water, and he got his snout stuck in it, and he couldn't get loose. But that was sad. Yeah, that was sad. But but I, I pinged him the same day. I was like, hey, I need a replacement hawkfish, and I'm going to replace the wrasse with a Yashi Gobi and a uh, candy cane pistol shrimp. Oh, nice. So you're going to go for a candy cane pistol shrimp? Yeah. That's, I, uh, I think they look the best. And I heard they're the most peaceful, so. That'll be good. Yeah. My mom's been uh, hounding me for the Yashi Gobi since we saw one at Petco a <laughs> while back. Um, 
So I was like, well, I'll, since I'm getting rid of this wrasse, I guess I'll give in. Because before I had six fish and a 30-gallon, that seemed a, a bit a much. too much, yeah. Yeah. Let's, and then I, I had a shrimp and some other stuff in there, too. So I was like, I don't really want any more livestock. But now that I've, I'm down two shrimp or two fish, I'll, uh, I think, uh, well, I'm actually down three. I'm down my, sh- I lost my shrimp. I lost um, now two fish. So I'm actually just replacing what I lost. I'm not really gaining anything. I'm just replacing. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'll miss my hawkfish, but hopefully I can find one with a similar personality. Yeah. And you'll get your two new additions, so. Right, yeah. And I'm hoping that shrimp starts taking down some bristleworms, too, because that's the only reason I kept the wrasse for so long, because he ate bristleworms. Right, yeah. But when he starts destroying very expensive things, the cons outweigh the pros. So. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But I did get some sort of credit. Um, actually, I went to two fish stores yesterday, and I had store credit at both places, so I ended up spending zero dollars, which that's, that's a first for me. Yeah. Usually, I, you know, it's thirty to sixty dollars is probably my average, um, and it's nice when you walk out of a store, you have to pay anything. Yeah. I felt like you know, I was being treated by somebody. <laughs> I'm sure that felt really good. It did. Yeah. And then your mom only bought uh... two sh- two freshwater snails, those horn nerites. Oh yeah. And uh, she actually lost her favorite betta yesterday. And uh, while we were catching that catfish, she put it into a container, like a, like a betta cup. And uh, she left the lid cracked. But uh, unfortunately, our kitty cat snuck in there. And we think he uh, pressed the lid down so he couldn't get any air. And that was... But she was really upset. And uh, in fact, it was funny because she was like, I don't want to flush him. Go bury him in the yard. <laughs> so I went and buried him from the yard. But it... She, she laughed at it. She's like, yeah, it's funny how we get attached to certain fish. Yeah. So, but it's true because I, I was attached to the hawkfish. Like, he was, I think it was last podcast. as my favorite fish, knock on wood. The next podcast, he's dead. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's why you don't ever say which which is your favorite. That's right. Yeah. You know, you never have favorites. They all, you got to like them all equally. Because <laughs> I swear, as soon as I announce a favorite, he's, they end up dead. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it, it was a good fish day. Like I said, it was just nice to have free stuff. and Yeah, and not have to actually pay for anything. Yeah, that, that was probably the best part. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we had some Chick-fil-A and, you know, just had a good day of it. We were actually going to go to Chattanooga yesterday, but then we went with some family and we didn't get out until 4 o'clock. We're like, yeah, that's a long drive. Yeah. So, but we thought about it and uh, that'll probably be the next coming weeks. My mom's on the hunt for shrimp, so... We'll have wow. To, we'll have to. She's going to try them again? Yes, again. And I, I, I'm thinking about giving them a, a third try. No way. Yeah. Well, I figured my 32 gallon, because it's got all that java moss now, I figured. Mm, yeah, enjoy that. It'd be like a shrimp playground. Yeah. Which I'm sure the endlers will take them down as soon as I put them in there. <laughs> but I heard endlers and shrimp will do okay as long as you have adult shrimp. So. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. We'll, we'll, we're going to put that to the test real quick. <laughs> That'll be interesting to see. And here, yeah, I'm I'm sure they'll end in the massacre, but oh yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna start out with like the cheap neo caradinas, and if they survive, I might try the black and white caradinas again, the king kongs. Yeah, but that would be down the road. Right. Yeah. So, do you have any fish adventures this week? I did not. We kind of just stayed home and just chilled, did a couple house things, finished some some of the flooring here. But no, I didn't do any fish things besides today where it was water day, so. Right. 
water change. I did like four of those. Yeah, I did. I did one this morning. I did my salt tank this morning. Yeah, it still looked like a sand blizzard happened. Rush trying to catch that grass. Yeah. Trying to wait for everything to settle back down. Just settle down. Yeah. I have been thinking about um, getting an anemone and a couple more. Well, I can't decide if I want peppermint shrimp or a cleaner shrimp. Because I already have the one shrimp in there. And he kind of hides with the chalk bass, but... I mean, I like my cleaner shrimp. It's pretty entertaining. They get larger than you would expect, though. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of... I go back and forth with getting more peppermint shrimp for this one. Or just one cleaner shrimp. I think once you see my my uh, peppermint pistol shrimp, I think you might lean that direction. Your candy cane? Maybe. I'm not sure. Definitely want a, an anemone for my clownfish. Well, you're already talking about getting a goby, so I don't know if those gobies pair with shrimp or not, though. I'm not sure if they would, but they would be a pair themselves anyway, so yeah. they might not. But yeah, I didn't do any fish things besides those water changes today. <laughs> but maybe next weekend, I kind of want to go out to... Um, you know, see these anemones if, if we can, but you know, we'll keep y'all posted on that. Yeah, they've got a bunch of them out there. That's it for the updates. Now back to the topic. So, I wanted to talk about this topic a little bit just because I feel like saltwater and freshwater are like polar opposites when it comes to, the, to tank mates. And I, I'm more talking about the schooling aspect because I feel like with freshwater, no matter what fish you really pick, they do better in school. Yeah. But with saltwater, that's very rarely the case. It's usually like either a pair or, or just a, by themselves. Yeah, just a single. And then a lot of times if you put something of a similar, not, it doesn't have to be like the same species, but even like similar looking, they just like murder each other. Yeah, they can't be with, with each other. Because even like clownfish, you're supposed to only have a pair and generally... Unless it's like a saddleback clown or one of the, like, I think skunk clowns, too. They're kind of like a yeah a group of clowns. Or but, tomatoes. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about tomatoes. But I know there's, like, maroon clowns, they'll murder each other if you have more than two. Yeah. Sometimes they'll murder each other if you just have two. Yeah, because they, they just don't like each other. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of several uh, adult female maroons killing their partner. So, it's just... But, I mean, that's just one example of a fish that, um, you know, you can't really keep it as a school. Mm-hmm. Though both Bulk Reef Supply did have a, like a, what do you call it, a harem tank? Yeah. But they had all those yeah, uh, clownfish clown in there. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. But I feel like that's kind of like an African cichlid thing where, like, if you have a bunch, they'll kind of, like... The, they'll coexist. Yeah. But if okay. You have, yeah, but if you have, like, three, they'll... Two are going to pair up. And they're going to kill that third one off. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I honestly think like clownfish and damsels really are very similar to African cichlids, like they're imbunas because they're very colorful, but they they can be aggressive sometimes. Yeah. But with with freshwater though, you have things like you know corydoras. I can't think of like most of the popular corydoras. They like to school up. Mm-hmm. In fact, both me and you know. Ours usually have meetings held weekly. Yes. And to discuss the, 
topics of concern. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely do, and they like to pick a rock, a favorite rock yes, to have these yes. meetings, too. See, mine like to have it in the corner of the tank. I walked by it the other day, and there was 12 of them all circled around having a, a, <laughs> some kind of meeting. It looked very intense, though. Oh, I'm sure. And only one of them was in the other, opposite side of the tank. I was like, they must be having a meeting about that one. <laughs> yeah. They, like, all, like, told each other, hey, beat me in this corner this time. <laughs> I feel bad for the outcast. Oh yeah, but uh, but it's fish like that, and then you have like rainbow fish that are also schoolers. I mean, the, the number of schooling fish in freshwater is definitely huge. Mm-hmm. Can, can you think of like a common saltwater schooling fish? Mm. I can think of like I would like three. the um, cardinal. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was one of them I thought of. Pajama Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much the same, just different yeah. colors. Your, um, what are those ones called that we see together? They're like, they're like just as like a solid light blue. Chromas? Yes, the Chromas. Yeah, that was, that was the second one I thought of. Yeah. One more. I wonder if you can guess the third one. Huh. The Firefish? Yeah, the Firefish isn't bad. Those wasn't what I was thinking about. This one's orange. Orange. That, that, that should be the... The key hint. I don't know if I'm gonna get that one. Orange. Uh-huh. You always tell you. Yeah. Anthias. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. another one I was thinking about, but I couldn't think of the name. Yeah. Those are the, so those are the three that I thought of that were like the ones you normally see as a schooling fish. Right. Yeah, like stores. But my problem is all three of those, like how big of a tank do you think you have to have to have a school of Anthias? At least to like a 180. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, how big for like Chromis? Like six or more? Yeah. I'd probably say at least like a 75 or. Yeah, probably. Maybe even a six foot tank. I think Cardinals are the only one because they don't really move around as much. They're yeah, they like, just kind of like hover in yeah, the water. They're, yeah, they're kind of like a freshwater anglefish. They don't really go as quickly. Yeah. So you could probably have them. Depending on how big the school yeah, is, maybe I mean, like a 75. I would say you could put them in a 30-gallon, but you could only have them. Just, yeah, just yeah. that one fish, yeah. yeah. And I don't know why you'd want that, but if you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean maybe, because I know that they like to host those, like, giant sea anemones. Yeah, they, they do like to or host urchins. anemones. Yeah, not, sorry, not, not anemones, urchins. I was thinking urchins. Well, they, they do host anemones as well, yeah. the long tentacles, mm-hmm. um, but they will host urchins as well, so. Yeah. So, I mean... Maybe if you just wanted to see that behavior. That's a very specific tank. Yeah, though, so. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could do it. Yeah. But I feel like you could only do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just that. Yeah. And I don't. I don't think I've seen anybody do that outside of like a fish store. Yeah. Because I, I've seen the ones here. They have like urchins and they put their um, like cardinal fish in there with them. But it's mm-hmm. more just because they know they'll get along. Yeah. And yeah. they they can just sell them like that. And maybe people who are buying are like, maybe, hey, I'll take that too. Right, yeah, it's so, just kind of like a selling point. Because, I mean, who else is going to buy those black giant urchins? <laughs> yeah. I'm but, definitely not. No, those suckers are me. We had a local fish store guy. He was trying to catch a clownfish for me, and he brushed one, and he, started, he said it hurt pretty bad. And uh, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be, like, messing with that. Yeah. Because there, when there's things like, my thing is, with the giant urchins, if you have a tuxedo urchin, and that's a thing... Why would you buy this thing that's massive and venomous? Mm-hmm. So 
I just, I don't, I couldn't even do the same job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One yeah. of them just looks uglier than the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and can hurt you. Yeah. I mean, if you, like, squeeze a tuxedo urchin, it hurts you, but I'm pretty sure you squeeze most fish, it's not going to feel good. Yeah, no, definitely Because even, not. like, corridors have their spines yeah. and stuff, so, I mean, you probably shouldn't go around squeezing a corridor <laughs> stuff. But th- that was kind of what I was thinking. Now, freshwater fish, now, how small of a tank can you have but still have a school of fish? Well, I have a 10-gallon. I've got a school of... Corys. Corys and Celestials. Yeah. So, at least... So, you have two schools of, of what? Six fish? Uh, yeah, one is six and the other one is eight. So, now, can you imagine having a 10-gallon and then... <laughs> two schools of saltwater fish yeah that'd be insane like the bio load and like the amount of space they would have in there I know they have those like mini rainbow fish that can go in saltwater but even then I still consider that kind of a freshwater thing it's more of a transitional fish yeah so I mean there there is that one fish that could do it but even then I don't feel, I don't know of any other schooling fish that could you could stick in a ten gallon right. that's fresh. Yeah, I don't I don't know of one. It's like I mean, like we were saying earlier, there's just you either pair them, or if you get a school, it's got to be a bigger for a bigger tank. Yeah, it's got to be a huge tank. Yeah, not even just bigger. It's got to be massive. With I mean, so what's what's the smallest tank you think you could have in freshwater and still have a school? Maybe a forty. No freshwater. Oh, freshwater. Yeah. The smallest? How many schools? Just one? Yeah. One one school of... We'll say six is a school. What's the smallest tank with the s- smallest fish? I'd say a five-gallon. <coughs> what, what would you put in there? Probably some pygmy quarries. Yeah. The pygmies. Yeah. Well, Mom's got a three, and she's got... She had three quarries. Which is not quite there, mm-hmm. but I mean, you could probably squeeze in a four if you really <laughs> wanted to. Um, now, would you consider shrimp as a school? No, and I was just thinking about that too, because I mean I have my all shrimp tank, right? But they don't really school with yeah. each other; they just kind of like go all over the tank, right? They just they don't really hang out. Yeah. Every now and then, I'll go and I'll see them. There'll be like four in front of the tank, like when I was doing my water change today. Yeah. I was messing around with the tank, so they were all pretty much up towards the front. But besides that, they I usually just see one or two, and the the rest are just hanging out in the moss, you know, in the castle. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that's schooling. So. Yeah, I would, because I was thinking of shrimp. Cause like you could probably put five or six shrimp, more or more, in like a one gallon, as long as you have enough moss and stuff in there. I don't really. I wouldn't really consider that a school. No. It's just like a gathering of shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But like you were saying with the salt water, like you were saying a forty gallon, so, and you, like so you probably could with a forty. You think you could put chromis like a school of chromis in a forty? Or you think that'd be? I think that'd be too small. I was thinking yeah. more like cardinals. Yeah, like cardinals, you could do it. Or like even like a uh, firefish. Yeah, firefish. You could you could do firefish. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if they're really a schooling fish, though. I just feel, I feel like they're kind of like the shrimp. Like, they'll live together, but they're not exactly like... They're more of like a shoaling. Yeah. Yeah, they just hang out. Where Chromis and Hanthias and... I mean, Cardinals, they don't face the same way or anything. They, mm-hmm. they just kind of hang close together. It's not... I would say they're more of a schooling fish than firefish, but less so than like a Chromis or an Anthias. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another like really schooling fish that's saltwater. Saltwater, yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of like in the open ocean. I think I've seen tang school and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like in right. the hobby, like at an aquarium store, there's like I just don't think anybody the home aquarium is gonna have like a hundred yellow <laughs> tangs that are just gonna be schooling around. That'd be cool though. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it in, like public aquariums, but in private aquariums, I've never seen that. No. I don't think you'd have to have like a room sized tank to do that. That'd be massive. Yeah, it'd be in the thousands of gallons. So, so, all right, how big of a tank for a chromis? Chromis are probably the smallest schooling, true schooling fish. Mm, maybe like a 75. Yeah. I, I still feel like you're going to want a six foot tank. Because, like, you could do it with a four foot tank. But I still feel like you're not going to get the behavior you're looking for mm-hmm. without the six foot. Because, I I mean, I have denison barbs, and they're about four and a half inches, which is still smaller than a chromis, or it's bigger than a chromis. But, I mean, if I have it at a 75, I feel like it's just kind of like going back to one side of the tank, back to the other side of the tank, and you don't really get the schooling behavior. Mm-hmm. So, you could do it. Like, like, I think you could. It's just... I feel like you're you'd you get more enjoyment from a six foot. Gotcha. So, but yeah, but that's kind of what I'm hoping to gather. Because I feel like a lot of people when they go from fresh to salt, they take the mindset of from freshwater. A mm-hmm. lot of the times they're like, "Oh, I can't wait to get to saltwater. I can have all these." Put all these fish in yeah, there. Yeah, I can have six schools of this and six schools of that. Right. Yeah, because there's so many schools you can put in with other schools, and they'd do fine. Right, because like in freshwater, I have probably twelve schools in my hundred eighty gallon, but if if I turn that to salt water, I could have maybe one school of probably either Anthias or Chromosome. You have to pick one or the other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could do both. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if that would look that. I think that'd look weird. I think it would just a little. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of want to see that now. I want to see a Chromis tank and an Anthias tank kind of combined. I think the color would kind of make it yeah. interesting yeah. to try, but... Blue and orange. Yeah. Or green and orange. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one would look better. <laughs> but, and, but the thing is, you, you couldn't do... like I wouldn't do Cardinal Fish and Anthias or Chromis. Like, it just looked look, look weird, because you have this one school that's like, not moving at all. Right, All and then one that's like going nuts yeah. across the tank. Yeah, I'd say like a big enough tank, maybe. Yeah. But like a 180. Yeah, we, we need to find somebody who has like a 180 and has like a school of each and to be like, this is what it looks like. <laughs> so this is what they do. Yeah. So knowing that, why would you keep saltwater versus freshwater? Well, I, I guess because in saltwater. 
Well, so I don't really, I'm not going for an either one, like, schooling type fish. I feel like you kind of aren't fresh for it, because you picked CP, or Celestial Pearl Daniels. Well, I did because I wanted more movement, and then that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why I chased for them, because, I mean, they're supposed to school together, which right. they do when it's, like, feeding time, or I'm right. doing my water changes, they come out. The, the one time you would think they wouldn't come out is water change day. Right. But they do. <laughs> they literally all come out to the front and start schooling with each other. Hmm. So, if it weren't for them, I don't think I'd have another schooling fish, fish in there. Yeah. Well, you have your Cory. Yeah, but they stay at the bottom. And it's not like, you know. Yeah, because yeah, I have, I have Daniels in my tank. I have Jameson Barbs. I have Rainbow Fish. Those are like my three large schools yeah because I have 10 denizens probably 15 danios and currently I only have 4 rainbow fish but I'll probably up that later on mm-hmm. but but they, they both share like different traits like the denizens will stay towards the bottom which I didn't know they would do that because if you watch a video of denison barbs most time they're up at the top yeah but I've noticed in the bigger tank they seem to stay towards like the bottom well the danios of course are up at the top that's easy and then the rainbow fish are kind of like in the middle. So I really have like a school. In uh, each level. Yeah, in each level. And then I have a quarry at the very bottom. Um, so I really have like four schools just stacked up, which I kind of meant to do that, but it kind of worked out well like that. Yeah. And, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see like if I remove one of the schools. like If one would move up or yeah. one would move down. Yeah, exactly. And the Daniels don't really stay always at the top. like, And they do do a... A very good job of schooling up the top. Normally, sometimes they'll come down and they'll get up in the plants and stuff. But I, I mean, I have neons too, but neons seem to stay into the plants. They school, but like they're like almost jungle fish at this point. And, <laughs> and I'm not sure if that's just because the angelfish are in the tank. They're like they're afraid they're going to get eaten. They're, yeah. And uh, so I, I'm curious because I'm thinking about removing the angels if they they'll come out more, right? Or if they'll just like stay back in there. That'd be interesting to see. I'm sure, I think, I have a feeling they'll just stay back in yeah. there. They're probably like, they might come back. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was hot. So, but I mean, I just feel like there's such a difference in freshwater and saltwater in this regard of tank mates. Just because with freshwater, you, I feel like you can pack a tank a lot more than you can with saltwater. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in my salt water, I mean, I only have the two clowns and the chocolate bass right now. And the only other fish I'm considering is the goby, but they're, you know, just like about an inch long, if that. All right, so here's a trying question for you. Do you feel fresh water or salt water is better for a nano tank, a th- like a 30 gallon? Um, like a 30 gallon? Yeah, so the reason I ask, because I feel like with freshwater, like how many different species of fish in freshwater can you put into a 30 gallon? Good bit. Yeah. Like how many species would you guess? Like from the local fish stores. If you just went from each tank, what percentage could you put in into a 30 gallon? I'd say probably like anywhere from 5 to 10. Percent? Oh, no. Oh, species? Yeah. Okay. Now, do you have a saltwater? How many can go into that size? Ooh. 
just five tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that's my thing, because I feel like with nano tanks, like I I almost want to tell people to stick with fresh if you're only gonna have nano tanks. Cause I feel like especially especially if you don't care about coral. Like if, if you like coral, I could see having like a thirty gallon. Mm-hmm. Cause you could you could pack a, a tank pretty full of coral. Yeah. But you can't really pack a tank full of fish. No. Now, if you had a bigger tank, let's say a 180, would you rec- like would you recommend freshwater or saltwater at that point? Ooh, 180. Is there a budget or no? Because if there is, I'd say fresh. Right. Just because, you know, saltwater. <laughs> you got your corals you got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty penny there. Yeah. All right. But if but if you just want like schooling fish, I'd probably still say fresh. Yeah. Because you yeah. get more. Right. That, that's my thing. Like, yeah, with one eighty, you could have a school, mm-hmm. but you could have like one school. Yeah. Just with, or like maybe two. Two, but yeah. very small schools. Right. With um, oh, I thought another schooling fish. So there's the um. There's a butterfly, the butterfly mass butterfly angel, I think it's called. It's uh, it's like yellow and white. It's a that that was actually what I was thinking about doing for my 180 gallon if they were changing to, to salt water, because I saw that they were a schooling fish, but they were like crazy expensive for one. Like <laughs> like one of them's like over a hundred dollars. <laughs> so. You would spend six hundred for six. Yeah, something like like in that range. Like they were like sixty dollars before COVID. But I think lately they've been like hundred to hundred and thirty dollars for mm. one. That's high. Yeah, like my, my whole school of Denison bars was like for ten of them was like one hundred twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and that's that's a pretty expensive salt a freshwater fish. Yeah. So I mean, my whole school is like the cost of one of these guys. <laughs> so and that's kind of my point with saltwater. Like, yeah, you could do it, but you gotta have a the space and b the cash to carry it out so would you if you were given a 180 yeah and it was only meant for salt right would you choose to do one school or two schools or would you just do like pairs I think I'd do the one school of butterflies or the angels um, but I think that's the only thing I'd do and then I would do like a few like single fish mm. like I do a hawk fish obviously and I do a couple of like single fish but I, I if you've ever watched these like um, I think they are butterflies I'll have to look up later but it's, it's um, they're really pretty like they're yellow and it's like a mass mast I want to say the mass butterfly fish that sounds right um, but if you ever see them they're really pretty and if you ever see a school of them they're really pretty it's just I feel like any other fish you put in there, you're not going to notice it. Because mm-hmm. these guys are so active and so pretty. Like, no matter what you put in there, it's just going to outshine them. Yeah. And I feel like that's... And I, but I feel like the same thing would be true of Antheus. If you, if you have a school Antheus and you put in anything that's not like an emperor angel, you're not going to notice, you know, anything else. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's the problem with saltwater schools. You're going to notice the school. You're not going to notice anything else. Mm-hmm. Chromis maybe not so much because they're not as colorful as an Antheus, but with freshwater it's not really like that. Like 
just because you notify Dustin Barnes doesn't mean you're, you're not going to notice any rainbow fish and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So you do a hybrid then. Yeah. One school and pairings. Yeah. For freshwater, I'd say multiple schools. And for salt, I'd say, even with a one area, I'd say one school. Okay. What would you do? I'd probably do the same thing. Or I'd probably do, no, I'd do one, one school or I would just keep it to pairings. Because then you don't have just one, you know, like a, a school that outshines the rest. You have multiple that'll catch people's interest, you know, like a mandarin or clownfish. Yeah. And I think that's that's the kind of trap you run into with saltwater. Like, you can have a bunch of single fish and they look nice kind of as a group. Mm-hmm. Or you could have one school. But with... But I, I have kind of noticed that with freshwater, because I have my Amazon puffer, mm-hmm. which is a pretty intriguing fish. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if he was in, like, a 30-gallon by himself, he would outshine anything. Yeah. But because he's in the 180-gallon... You barely notice him. Notice, no, I've had a lot of people come over, nobody notices him. <laughs> I always have to point him out. I'm like, look at that, that's, that's amazing. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But they're like, here's this giant school. You're like... And I feel like I feel like it'd be the same thing with freshwater. Like even if you had like an amazing, maybe you notice like a mandarin just because he is like a rainbow fish. Mm-hmm. But like if you had, like let's say you had a pair of clownfish in there, well, clownfish might be the exception because all all kids love. Nemo. Yeah, everyone looks for a clownfish. Right, but I don't know what a very good example. Maybe like a uh, like a chalk bass. Yeah, a chalk bass, or I'll say like a royal grama. You may not notice them immediately. Mm-hmm. You have to stare at the tank for a while to say, "Oh yeah, there's that fish back there." Yeah, yeah. Why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> Does he belong there? Yeah. Is he lost? Why? And I feel like a lot of people would ask, like they'd see him, like, "Well, why doesn't he have a school?" Yeah, they'd ask for you know its partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's that's kind of the problem you run into because freshwater don't really ask that at least not with a big tank because everyone has a school. Yeah, there's always yeah a school or three or four. But with saltwater, if you had one school and then like the rest were singles, everybody's be like, "Well, why is there a school of these but not a school of those?" Mm-hmm. And you have to explain every time, "Well, because they're murderers." Because they they will murder each other. <laughs> yeah. They don't like each other. And so, and maybe that's a good conversation to have, but I feel like you get tired of it after a while. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like we've we've handled this topic well. Is there anything else you'd like to discuss or go over? Um, no, I do not actually. I think um. I think he's giving me good ideas for when I go to upgrade to my next... <laughs> Your six-foot <laughs> giant tank? Yes, my six-foot saltwater tank. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought about getting a, a bigger salt tank just for this purpose, but I kept running into this topic because I was like, you know, if you have a big saltwater tank, you're so limited on the schools. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like if you have that big a tank, you're going to want a school at least. Yeah, you're for sure going to want something that's gonna have some sort of movement more movement than right. just the pairs so and i feel like that's kind of the, the trap of the big tank because like you can get three or four tangs or like um, angels if you don't have coral but i still feel like if you had a school i think it would look better yeah i think so for sure because even when we go to one of our far away stores and that big tank they have in the back and they mm-hmm. have schools of just cardinals or yeah. You know other schools that they put in there. You know that really does catch my eye more than yeah. the other pairs or even the coral that are in there. Right. 
And like there are some amazing larger saltwater fish that would catch people's eyes, but I feel like if you, if you gave me a school of Antheus versus like an emperor angel, I don't know which one I'd, I'd look at more. Probably the school. I was going to say probably the school more, yeah. Just because there's more interaction going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive because I mean, Emperor, Emperor Angels, he's a gorgeous fish. Yeah. It's just, an Antheus is definitely, like an individual Antheus cannot compare to an Emperor Angel. No. There's no way. But a school of Antheus, now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, which I think that's cool because I mean, I, I think the, the principle could maybe apply to freshwater because like if you had like, let's, let's go with freshwater. You had it like Mabu puffer, let's say. Mm-hmm. So that's very pretty, large puffer. Yeah. But let's say now you now you have a school of those mighty rainbow fish. Which mm-hmm. one are you gonna watch now? Yeah, that's true. The rainbow fish. Yeah, see, I'm not so sure about freshwater. Yeah. I feel like the puffer might still catch my eye. I don't know if it's a school of rainbows. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be. A cl- it, I'd like to like have both in the same tank, and just have, and just have like <laughs> a bunch of tank. like. Yeah, and just have like a bunch of kids and just see which one of the kids would notice first. That'd be tough. I mean, as a kid, I don't know, because you got a big Mabu puffer. Right. And they got all these colorful yeah. school rainbows. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think it'd be a toss-up. I, th- I feel like I f- it'd be interesting to see which kids notice which thing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the kids who naturally go towards like the monster fish are going to like the giant puffer. But the kids are like, oh, yeah, I like those school stuff. I gonna... think I noticed the school before I noticed the puffer, though, you know? Yeah, but I think since they bring out the clams, you're going to notice that puffer pretty fast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Depends if they're like cheating or not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You, you pour some food in there, those schools go nuts. Yeah, they do, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I, feel, I, I like this topic. I feel like... It's giving me a lot to think about as far as, like you said, upgrading to a bigger tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'd, I will get a school. I just, I got to find the right saltwater school. Yeah, it's, yeah, trying to find that one right school. Yeah. Because you got, I mean, you don't have that many options. Yeah, but... you don't. And really in freshwater, you don't really have that. And I actually ran into this problem with, with freshwater, is trying to find uh, big, big, peaceful freshwater fish. That school. There's not that many. No. You only really have Denison barbs, rainbow fish, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. So even with freshwater, you only have like a handful. Mm-hmm. And if you want to use a smaller fish as a schooling fish, you have to buy like 10,000 of yeah, them. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to buy so many of them just so you can notice them. Because I, I bought neon tetras for my 180 gallon. I had It took me, I had to get about 50 of them before you'd really even notice they were there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it really is. But not it's not school of Antheus money, but it's still <laughs> a, it's still a good chunk of change. Yeah, it definitely isn't that much, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, let's say it's three dollars in neon, so that's still like one hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. which is still. I mean, an Antheus is probably like fifty, sixty dollars. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's still a good bit cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, a lot to think about and. I hope uh, I get to that level someday. Yeah, I hope so too. Well, all right, everyone. We'll catch you guys later. Yep. Thank you.